This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. And the news just coming in EdTech Unicorn Byju's has announced that it will lay off 2500 employees. The company added that it is on the path to profitability and hopes to achieve this by March 2023. In November 2022, EdTech firm Byju's announced 2500 layoffs. Unacademy announced about 350. This is in the background of other companies cutting jobs across the world, including India, such as Meta and Twitter. This podcast though is not just about these job cuts. It's about specific strategies adopted by IT workers in the past few years now, forming groups, collective bargaining and sometimes even resorting to unions. This is not the face of a stereotypical IT coat and coat professional that we are accustomed to. Hi, I'm Menaka Rao reporting for this episode of the Suno India show. I wanted to explore the recent efforts of collective bargaining which are not even necessarily traditional unions. In Kerala, workers from Byju's Thiruvananthapuram office purportedly lost their jobs in October and got it back the first week of November. However, some Byju workers from Bengaluru are still negotiating with their employees. This is the first episode in a series about IT sector layoffs. In Kerala it was a cultural association that worked to support Byju's employees. Yeah myself Vinit Chandran I am the secretary of uh, Pradithani uh, which is a welfare organization of IT employees in Kerala. This organization started in 2012. It organizes short film competitions, literary festivals as well as technical training programs for IT professionals to upgrade their jobs. In fact most of its facebook page in the recent past is filled with winners of a short story competition they appear to have had recently pratidhwani has 10000 people as their members then uh, we got complaints regarding their employment like uh, not getting salary or salaries delayed or issues with the maternity leave also. and uh, those those type of uh, issues came and we thought of okay so we'll expand our uh, working towards the welfare of the employees so uh, we work towards that vinay told me that apart from representing techno park in tiruvananthapuram they have also expanded to working at other it parks such as info park in kochi and kolikod he was at pains to explain that this is not a union like this is not a union or we are not registered as a union Uh, so we are like registered as a the society under a charitable act and we are a group for the well being of employees or the it sector we are constantly getting issues like uh, companies are closing down or they are not getting salary or they are uh, being uh, terminated or forcefully uh, uh, trying to get resignation forcefully so those kind of issues are uh, coming uh to us and we are uh, regularly intervening on all all on all those uh, grievances from the employees uh, usually uh, when we get a complaint so uh, we will try to contact the management uh, the char or the management uh, of the company and uh, some of the cases will be solved at that time itself and in some cases we we have to uh, approach the authorities either uh, the police or uh, labor department so we 
uh, forward our complaint to the labor department and uh, this labor department called for a meeting with the employees and employer and uh, many of the issues have been settled after that meetings and some even went to court also the drama in byju's related to the possible layoff started in october around october 15 the, they got the message that they are shutting down the trivandrum office so they got a message i mean not an official communication but uh, the talks were going on like that some of the senior managers are telling the employees that all of you have to resign from the company uh, because they are winding up the or shutting down the office at uh, technopark at that time initially employees okay they were waiting for an official communication and on october 19th uh, employees got the call from hr individually for exit interview so the hr was saying that you have to initiate the exit process that day itself that is on the 19th october so there is a portal for uh, byju's so there instead of sending a resignation uh, they can initiate the exit process so hr was saying uh, you have to do that today and uh, this is your uh, last working day 19th and you will get uh, the salary up to october 19th plus one month salary uh, salary as a final settlement on november 19th they didn't send any official communication uh, earlier like they are telling is verbally and they are calling in whatsapp only like so we had the the employees had that they somehow recorded that even though it was a whatsapp call so that time uh, many of the employees uh, started like uh, they they were not willing to resign and they are asking for an official communication for that and uh, at that time uh, they decided to approach uh, pradithuni the employees made demands for adequate compensation including encashment of leaves and variable pay so we what we do was we consolidated this complaint and uh, we uh, along with the employees we went to meet uh, the labor minister of kerala um, mr v shivankutti so we had a meeting with the uh, minister and we gave this complaint to him and uh, he forwarded that complaint to uh, the labor department and he assured his uh, cooperation to resolve this issue on 25th october the employees got an email saying that they were shutting down the office and they will have to move to the bangalore office that's when pratidhwani sent a press release to the media on layoffs which was reported widely in the meanwhile they got a notice from the labor commissioner's office that there's a meeting on november 2nd we went there on november 2nd so we along with the employees representatives were there on that meeting uh, by choose uh, vice president uh, one mr jaydev who came from bangalore so he attended the meeting and the labor commissioner ms kevasuki ias uh, chaired the meeting and in that meeting actually vp assured that they are not going uh, shutting down the toronto office uh, it it was all about some miscommunication and confusion their ceo Baiju Ravindran came to know about these things uh, very uh, lately and he didn't want this office to shut down the vp assured that they'll maintain the status quo of employees even those who had resigned were asked to be reinstated one thing i want to clearly mention here that uh, the layoffs can happen uh, the layoff uh, sometimes it, it's required for the company the layoffs are required but uh, they have to give decent uh, compensation to the employees so that they can they will get some time and to find another job and uh, they won't be an issue i know many companies here in in technopark itself they are giving decent uh, 
uh, compensation a very good package for the exit and uh, the employees are very happy <laughs> they are getting a salary uh, for six months or uh, based on their year of experience in that company they are giving that that package if a company is uh, shutting down or closing due to financial issues then that Yeah, that, that's an issue with the management only but uh, we can understand those things also but here they are they don't have an issue with the uh, or they have money or they are planning to expand or invest in uh, other area yeah they, they are they are sponsoring world cup uh, <laughs> football world cup and they are uh, sponsoring indian team and cricket world cup but they don't have to uh, they don't have the money to uh, give a decent uh, package to these employees so that is the main issue vinay says that it workers are not aware of their rights what we are telling to the employees that uh, you don't have to resign you in any case don't send resignation let them uh, terminate you you don't have to worry about being uh, getting laid off or terminated you don't have to worry about that yeah you'll, you'll get another job and uh, and the industry will be like this so there will be layoffs and uh, and other companies will also accept these things so uh, so don't uh, don't be under any any pressure to resign don't resign so that's a uh, that's a message we wanted to give to all employees the industrial disputes act says that a worker cannot be removed from work unless she is given a month's notice indicating reasons for retrenchment and notice is served before the labor department in writing about the reasons for the retrenchment a retrenched worker who has been working for more than a year has to be compensated it is calculated as 15 days wage per year worked so if an employee has worked for 3 years she is paid 15 multiplied by 3 that is 75 days pay in case the company is shutting down like byju's claim that they were shutting down the tiruvananthapuram branch they have to inform the labor department and the workers are entitled to the same compensation we need rattle these provisions to me while explaining to me the legalities babu ramesh a professor of developmental studies at ambedkar university delhi wrote an editorial in the indian express the spontaneous collective action by some of the affected workers the proactive involvement of welfare organizations for it professionals pratidwani and prompt intervention of the state government together brought a situation where the employer had to fall in line and adhere to the labor laws at this juncture when the organization of workers in service sector jobs is at an all time low byju's story demands special attention it offers a model of nurturing solidarity among vulnerable and unprotected employees in the new service economy While Pratidwani representatives are at pains to explain that they are not a union, there are other emerging IT-based unions in the country that have been successful too. The Karnataka State IT/ITES Employees Union was registered in 2018. ITES stands for IT Enabled Services. The labor union has been raising its voice against anti-worker behavior and layoffs since then. In 2021, they won a case against Wipro, who had allegedly asked an employee to resign. the court asked the employee to be reinstated the all india it/its employees union is also a registered union i spoke to spandan who is the general secretary of the delhi chapter of all india it/its employees union he explained to me that two groups of employees from byju's approached them while some have resigned 
some are sticking with the union and fighting it out with the company. I am not getting into details here since I am not able to verify this with the employees. Post resignation is strictly not allowed because resignation has to be uh, has to be voluntary. But uh, a lot of companies have uh, come up with this habit of uh, whenever they want to get rid of people, they ask them to resign because uh, that. Uh, saves that entire process of going to the labor commissioner for permissions which is as per the labor laws and it also saves them a lot of uh, money in terms of uh, the reimbursement which they would have to uh, they would have to provide in case of retrenchment there would be a severance benefit the threats are painfully similar all over the industry says pandan and once again they followed the same thread that the only blacklisted so that threat also catches on to a lot of people especially those who are new in the industry so they find the situation threatening because they haven't seen the market they haven't changed their jobs they don't know how the market is how cruel can it be or how fair can it be like uh, i can say very well that uh, it's a very vast market and there is no such thing as blacklisting because i have changed multiple jobs over the years i have been working in this industry for 7-8 years so i know very well that there's no such thing uh, i mean it's such a vast industry and there's so many companies uh, that uh, i mean that is not going to be a problem there's no such thing as blacklisting in this market it could be like uh, among some bunch of companies who are like friendly with each other but it's hardly the case spandan joined the union as recently as 2020 he has been working in the it sector in delhi for 6 to 7 years now actually since early 90s where Uh, i mean our country uh, went into liberalization privatization globalization reform so since then there was a major breakdown of workforce and it's like this generation which is working right now a lot of them have been uh, have been raised in an environment where unions were on a decline and there was a lot of maligning efforts also against unions so uh, it is a we never union we never think of union as our uh, solution to most of our work problems so and that has happened with me also for a lot of years like i've seen that a lot of people have the same problems when we talk in groups we discuss all these problems uh, we vent about all these problems but we don't unionize because culturally we have not seen this and in this industry especially this industry has completely grown without unions and now we are facing the brunt of it like the laws have come, always been violated by this industry especially in terms of overtime pay there is no concept of overtime in the it industry we have heard this so commonly that people have been working for 12 hours uh, all these years but uh, i mean that has never been challenged so that is how it is going so uh, what happened uh, i mean in 2020 that was during pandemic first wave uh the first lockdown so that that was what uh, quickly said the government because this uh break i mean this violation of labor laws that was at its peak and it accelerated during covid because all these companies went into salary cuts i mean a lot of companies went into salary cuts 25 to 30 percent they came up no i mean some in the travel sector i remember my flatmate who was working for exigo uh so he had a 70 percent salary cut Spandan says that despite all these violations it is a challenge to find and encourage people to join a union with many working from home reaching out to workers is hard 
initially during the pandemic we relied a lot on online work at like publishing statements raising issues uh, having like we arrange a labor lawyer to have a session on know your rights or the difference between layoffs and retrenchment etc and uh, what can you do in uh, in different scenarios faq sort of sessions so we have and online also like uh, we also tried uh, um, using skill development as a tool for unionization activity like having python based classes for members or things like that so a lot of online work was used and uh, now when we see like uh, sure like uh, the software engineers of people who are called skilled in this sector still a lot of the people a lot of them are working uh, remotely but uh, all the majority people who are in the most precarious situation right now like all the bpo employees all the image editors also so all these were brought back to office very soon so they are in office so there we have a chance of doing offline campaigns as well like right outside the offices with pamphlets etc trying to explain them the situation trying to explain them what our union is and what they do so i mean for a lot of people it, it becomes something from a scratch because like they are not used to the concept of a union so we have to explain why a union is needed here we we still we are learning and exploring other ways and discussing what else we can do ideologically i understood the contradiction between labor and capital in that sense and i saw unionization and i mean with staying in this, in this industry every day i was seeing everything which is going wrong and all of them are talking about it individually being in this industry now i'm working at a very high level in the industry now i'm seeing these things every day i'm seeing how companies are trying to extract more work than what is justified from all the employees at the same pay so i'm seeing this every day and i've seen this happening to me i've seen this happening to my teammates uh, i've seen i've constantly seen that uh, uh, there is always a shortage of staff and people are overworking in the industry this is happening every day because of that work life balance is a is a major issue in the industry right now so this is happening uh, every day and i'm noticing this every day and i'm seeing people talking about this every day but since there has been a, an entire generation which has uh, not been in the union tradition so people are not naturally unionizing on that like even if people have like hundreds of problems and they would agree with all of you your points but they will see that where is the union the union is in this sector is very insignificant if it's there so why would i just go and put in all the effort to unionize and what makes these it jobs precarious also you feel so the rate of growth in the industry is definitely a reason and uh, in automation so so yeah this is a very specific example once again i can come up with because i've worked as a machine learning engineer for a couple of years and uh, so what happens with automation is like with machine learning I'm, i can speak this mathematically that uh, there's a mathematical impossibility that you are going to achieve 100% automation in the work in the human work done so this industry also has grades of work uh, like Uh, there are some works which this industry calls unskilled and there are some works which which this industry calls skilled work so all the software engineering work and all the uh, like machine learning engineering all the engineering related work would come under skilled jobs and then all the menial jobs like data entry or image editing or calling all the calling and chat processes so all these jobs are the most precarious jobs because they these are what the industry calls unskilled jobs 
so what happens is the way machine learning algorithms work is uh, so all these people who are working in this industry so I'll, i have a very specific example when i was working as a machine learning engineer so that was an image uh, editing company so it was uh, basically an organization which was creating catalog images so uh, there was a staff uh, there was a image editing staff now photoshop itself is not unskilled like someone who has learned photoshop that still is a skill but in the balance of this industry uh, that is called unskilled work if you are doing image editing on photoshop so uh, the images which were created by all these image image editors over a period of time so that became our data for uh, training the machine learning algorithms uh, and uh, deep learning algorithms and uh, uh once they were trained so that only reduces the time that reduces the effort like i would attain attain certain level of automation where earlier if they were taking 5 minutes to generate a catalog image now they are able to do it in 1 minute now what the company will do is they will they'll see that we have 150 people they would just fire half of them when this is achieved so this is how it works uh, the company would uh come always try to reduce its uh unskilled what it's what they call as unskilled workforce so they would want to reduce that by achieving automation where automation is not exactly um, so replacing the effort what is happening in the industry is the working hours that has stayed constant that has not gone down ever yeah just to clarify on that automation in itself is not the problem automation is a necessity we do realize that automation should happen and uh, but the purpose of it is to be lessen the human effort and lessen the work time instead of that the problem here is the ownership because the ownership wants to increase profit out of it profit does not go to the workers profit comes at the cost of workers so they find ways to reduce the workforce and keep the working time constant across the world if you see in europe people are working like uh, almost 30 hours a week in us also they are like working 32 33 hours a week in india in the, even in the formal sector itself 42 hours as an average informal we are not even accounting for 70% of indian workforce is working informally if the gig worker is working like 15 hours a day to meet their uh, ends that is not even being accounted for in this 42 so when we see these relations all these companies who have come up uh, like uh, a lot of bpo companies who have who are who have headquarters in paris or in london or in new york and they have just set up their bases in gurgaon and noida and getting cheap labor so uh, these are the people who are being overworked the most and who have the worst of working conditions and are also in the most precarious situations to automation because once their automation is achieved the working hours stay uh, as it is but some of the staff is always laid off so that makes it a continuous process and that is because it is all this is going on unregulated in the industry because there are no unions to challenge it in the next episode we discuss why it jobs are no different from factory workers jobs and as precarious thank you for listening to this episode you can now listen to all our episodes on our android and iphone app Download it now.